Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. My name is David, and I'm Zach, and we are your hosts. Um, we are a uh, we're a Star Trek podcast. Some would say the premier Star Trek podcast. I say that all the time. I say it too. Yeah. I saw a guy on the train today, actually, and uh, <laughs> he, he said it's him too. The next generation. Oh. I said, "Hey, dude, nice." And he was like, "Oh, you like Star Trek?" I said, "Love it." Do I? <laughs> Me and my best friend here. We're the premier fan Star Trek podcast. Oh wow! Yeah. Did you really plug it to him though? Yeah, I have no, I have no shame. Good. I don't care. <laughs> We're grassroots, man. Shout out that guy. Yeah, if you're listening. If you're listening. What's up, buddy? He, if I'm being honest, I think probably just watches reruns of the Next Generation on his on his way home. Good it was enough. Great. He was watching the episode where, uh, um. Uh, Riker turns down the job to be captain. Oh, and his okay. dad shows up. Yeah, and yeah. they do the uh, American Gladiators battle, That's the right. holodeck. <laughs> and it's it's such what a, a ridiculous yeah, episode. It's a ridiculous episode, and it's so funny. Because I, I feel like that's a screen cap that you get a lot of Star Trek. Yeah. Is that particular yeah. scene when they're battling? And I yeah. thought, my God, here it is in real life. Someone's watching it on the fucking train. Well, if he's a uh, if he's a Next Generation fan, we'll get there. We'll see him. You know what? We'll see you soon, Playboy. Yeah, we'll see you soon. We'll see you real soon. Uh, so, so, I'm going to throw a wrench into the, into the whole startup here. Go for it. As you know beautiful people out there. If this is your first time listening, we recommend you go back to the beginning and you know what? Maybe even watch some Enterprise and then tune into listening to our reviews of it. We do these episodes Stardate by Stardate, episode by episode. Yeah. And 
uh, what I wanted to say was, is I am so excited to rewatch the original series. Oh, me too, Because it's going to be so ridiculous. It's really campy. <laughs> I think the, the reviews and the takes that we're going to have. Yeah. It's going to be great. I cannot wait for the Gorn episode. Yeah. That's the lizard guy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my understanding that in Discovery Season 3, mm-hmm. there might be a return of the Gorn. Fuck yes. Which... It sounds salacious. Yeah. But I'm there. Well, you know, some would argue that the Gorn are here on Earth already. You know, I would say (laughs) Dick Cheney is perhaps a Gorn. (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein. Some real society. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Lizard people. But, so. So today... um, Anyways, like we were saying, we we are a Star Trek podcast, and we're trekking through uh, Star Trek... Stardate by Stardate, and um, you happen to be catching us um, for a double header today. Actually, we're Whoa. Gonna, we're gonna be reviewing. What do you mean by that? Watch, watch this. We're we're gonna be re- reviewing <laughs> and listen to intently. We're going to. Uh, I lost my train of thought. We're gonna be reviewing two episodes today. Um, two. Two. Um, called Shockwave, and it's actually episode one. Or it's uh, Season 1, Episode 26 of Enterprise, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, Season 2, Episode 1 of Enterprise. So yes. it's shock pa- Shockwave Part 1 and 2. It's a doubleheader. It's a doubleheader. That's ready. right. But you know what? We'll probably still keep it around the, the half-hour mark. <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> I would also like to um, throw out a formal apology to our boy, Trent. Y- Troy. Fuck. <laughs> that was the joke. I'm so sorry, uh, Troy. I'm so sorry about last episode. Troy, I'm sorry about this episode now. Me too. Thank you for holding down the Australian front. Yeah, We man. appreciate you. We do. And John, we appreciate you too. We do. And we appreciate... Hold on. For those of you watching the video, Obama hands, we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And for the new people, thank you for listening. Pretty much this community, I'm so grateful for everyone. We love Star Trek. You love Star Trek. We hope you're having a good time. We hope you're watching the videos on YouTube, checking us out on all major platforms. Yeah. And, you know, if you'd like, you can check out the Patreon, Mm -hmm. the Star Companion. Just search the Star Companion. You will, in fact, find us. Your favorite premier Star Trek Gorn. podcast. Gorn. Gornkin. Anyway, Shockwave part one and part, part two. two. So yeah, this um, this is this caps off season one of uh, Enterprise and also ca- tops, wait no, tops off you get it. <laughs> um, you get it. And uh, basically, you know, the, the, the premise of this is um, in Season 1, episode 26, um, Shockwave Part 1. <laughs> Sorry. Those are effects. Yeah, those are effects. <laughs> Settle in, folks. Um, you can have that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Cool. If you'd like. Cheers. Oh, yeah, to the end of Season 1. Yeah. It's a champagne of victory. Um, so... As I was saying, Shockwave Part 1 starts off with uh, Enterprise and crew going down to uh, a planet, 
and um, Paragon Two. Paragon Two, and this planet apparently has high levels of uh, what, what was it again? Oh fuck! It had high levels of um, I want to say triglycerides, but that's not right. It was a it's a mining operation. Tetrazine, tetrazine. I think yeah. that's right. It's a mining planet, and so um, they have high levels of tetrazine in the in the atmosphere, which is highly flammable. So the uh, the what are they called again? Paragons. Paragons, yeah. They send up, you know, orders saying, hey, when you guys descend into our planet, make sure you turn off your plasma thrusters, like, at this exact time. Otherwise, you're going to detonate our entire planet. So they say, yeah, no problem, man. Sounds sounds legit. Sounds safe. It sounds Noted. like Yeah. <laughs> so uh, naturally, they begin de- descending to the planet, and um, someone pulls a whoopsie, and uh, <laughs> the whole planet goes uh, goes nuclear. Yeah. Something happens, and the whole planet gets fucking decimated. Yeah, annihilated. And I gotta tell you, there's there's few things in in the world that excite me more than an instantaneous genocide. And they are, huh? Hoshi. Oh yeah, yeah. Hoshi would excite me. Um, you know, world peace, brunch. Those are other thoughts to excite Brunch me. is good. On the yeah. topic of brunch, if you don't mind taking this <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> divergence here with yeah. him, do you have a preferred brunch dish? And I'll preface this with, mm-hmm. I recently, in the past few months, mm-hmm. I've had uh, an Eggs Benedict for the first time. Oh. I'd never had it. I've actually never had it either. I'm not a big egg fan. Oh my god! All right, we gotta. You gotta try it. Okay. Have you ever had hollandaise sauce? Yeah, it's tasty. Oh wow! Well, he's a more cultured man than I am, I guess. Yeah. My uh, favorite brunch dish. Yeah. I do like a. Uh, I do like some good pancakes. And a, yeah, and, okay. a good, and a good omelet as well. An omelet is nice. Okay. I, I I guess maybe I don't really have much of a dish as I do. A drink. I love Bloody Marys. Sure, a nice Bloody Mary. Yeah, this. I went to this place a couple weeks ago, and they actually had a Bloody Mary cart, and they had celery, olives, limes, pickles, wow, peppers, Tabasco sauce. Like you could, you can do it all yourself. How spicy you like it? Super spicy. This guy likes it spicy. I like it spicy. That's right. What's your uh, favorite brunch menu, my friend? <sighs> Corned beef hash. <laughs> oh, classic. Over medium. Fucking classic. Fuck yeah, dude, a little bread. French press coffee? Uh, I mean, sure, yeah, I'll take a French press. There just has to be coffee. There has to be, yeah. Yeah. Coffee first, then a little water to alkalize you right mm-hmm. into Bloody Mary. Yeah, actually. I'm not a big fan of mimosas as I used to be. You drink, like, four of them, and you just, like, all you want to do is go to sleep when you get home. Yeah. 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 You know, have, have you... Um, this is going to be hyper-local and inside baseball for you guys. Have you ever been to Peach Cafe? I love that place, yeah. They have bottomless mimosas over there? Yeah. What a joke. <laughs> I, I drink as many as I can. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> you almost, like, clink the glass on the bottom yeah. of the table to Another get Another bottle. <laughs> Please. Okay, your refill. How did we get on brunch? I don't know. Oh, um... Few things bring me joy as an instantaneous yes, genocide. Yes, there it is. Okay, way to bring it back. So. And, and to save myself, save a little face there, because that is kind of a harsh statement. Um, I imagine that this planet is full of people who like 
cut each other off in traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, Gorn, Gorn, lizard people, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's. So I, you know, as much as Captain Archer didn't like the genocide, I actually, you know, there's a positive. <laughs> It was so fucking sudden, bro. It, it was, was so funny. Because you get into the episode of like, okay, we're just doing a normal thing outside. Oh, my God. They killed the whole fucking planet. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So, anyways, you know, Archer reports back to Admiral Forrest. Admiral Forrest is naturally pissed, and so are the Vulcans, and they order them back immediately. And Archer thinks that this is going to be the end of... Enterprise trekking around, mm-hmm. um, you know, naturally so. But um, as they're heading back, Archer goes into kind of like a dream state. I'd say he falls asleep first of all, and then sure. he wakes up ten months earlier, like mm-hmm. the night before he takes off on Enterprise. And crewman Daniels from like eight or nine episodes ago, who died, I think Selleck killed him. Didn't die. Didn't die because he traversed his time. <laughs> and uh, he told him, you know, he basically reveals more about the Temple Cold War, and, and they hatch a plan to uh, to steal the technology from Silic and the Sulaban, who were actually the real perpetrators of blowing up that planet, not um, yeah. Not Ar- the Archer's, Archer now needs to find a way to prove that it wasn't Enterprise yeah. that caused this uh, catastrophe. Yeah. And however, don't the Sulaban show up? No, they find the Sulaban. They find a cloaked ship per per crewman Daniels. That's right. Instructions. That, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It's a cloaked ship, highly, uh, you know, the technology highly cloaked, highly cloaked, <laughs> highly scientized. <laughs> the the science just isn't there, folks, at this point in 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 the universe. The cloak so, doesn't fit. No. So they they manage to uh, get on board the ship, steal some steal some evidence, and they start heading back for uh, start heading back. That's right. They steal the data disks, mm-hmm. um, and they start heading back towards the Vulcans and to, and towards uh, you know Admiral Forrest. Um, when suddenly they get pursued by the little little uh, one of the little cluster ships. Yeah, the pebbles, the the Sulaban pebble ships, and um, right as they're about to be surrounded and. And Archer's about to surrender himself to Selick. Archer goes down a turbo lift and ends up in the 31st century with Daniels. Bum bum bum. What? Yeah. And uh, everyone's pissed. Yes. Because Selick is like, ah, oh, 30 ships show up and they all have their fucking shit <laughs> targeted onto the fucking core. Yeah. Which, if I may, seems crazy. Seems a little much. And uh, they say, you got to give us Archer, motherfucker. If you don't give us motherfucking Archer, we're going to blow this shit into the fucking the middle. Which, you know, as you find out in Shockwave Part 2, <laughs> it was more important to get Archer than it was to destroy Enterprise. That's right. So, it's if all- the plan was to just blow up Enterprise if they didn't get Archer, what was the real plan? Yeah. What's all the big talk for, folks? That was me looking at Silic. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you watching the YouTube video, I gave him a Clint Eastwood stare. That's a better Clint Eastwood stare. Thank you. This guy, this guy right here, 
He's got a good clean Eastwood stare. That's David of the Star Companion, the <laughs> premiere Star Trek podcast. <laughs> just, <sighs> just riffing, just having fun. Anyway. Anyways, so that's, that's Shockwave part one. More or less, it ends and Archer's like, what happened? Where is everything? And Daniels is like, we're in the 31st century, but it's not how it's supposed to be. No, what the hell happened? And then you get a to be continued, but thankfully it's not fucking 2001. Yeah. <laughs> we can just go right into the next one. And that, my friends, is exactly what we're going to do right at the 15 minute mark. Oh, as it. David noted. Nailed it. Yes. This will be a two episodes in 30 minutes. That's right. Um, and we're zooming through it much like they kind of zoomed through it in these two episodes. I felt like it was a little rushed. I felt like part. I felt part one definitely rushed. Like Archer just knew everything. He's like, "Let's go to the ship. Find the ship. It's cloaked. There it is. Shoot it. Let's board it. Let's well, get it. Let's and leave." And so that's the beauty of being told what's going to happen. Yeah. And so, so after this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Braga and Rick Berman, mm-hmm. they fire all the writers. Really? Yeah, so all the writers for this first season yeah. were Voyager and uh, were Voyager writers. Wow. And um, they fired all of them and got all new writers Holy and crap. vowed to change the narrative of Star Trek Enterprise mm-hmm. and as well, I mean, and like to start killing ensigns, so yeah. they haven't killed a single person on the crew. Nope, the entire season. You know what would have been a good time to kill somebody when they infiltrated the Solobon ship? Yes, that would have been a great chance to kill someone. There were plenty of moments to kill someone. Yeah, you know, and so for those of you that have been on this journey with us as we watch them start date by start date, you may think. Enterprise sucks, and I assure you, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> Shran's coming back, baby. He's going to play a bigger role. Jeffrey Combs is a goddamn saint, and yes, we will review Animator here at some point, but I digress. It becomes such a better story towards the end of this season, season two, okay, and in season three and season four. It hits its stride. It gets so fucking dope. Yeah. Season three and season four are some of the best fucking seasons of television I've ever watched. Yeah. This is you know, season one was a uh, very what would you call it? Is it? Would you call it episodic? Where it's just like it's it maybe is not. episodic. Yeah, it's not serialized. It yeah. becomes more serial serialized here soon. Yeah, you know, and there were there were a lot of hit, hits or misses in season one. I enjoyed it. It's classic Star Trek. I didn't, you know. Oh, it, looking back, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like classic Trek. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'll do like a season one overview or something later. But uh, for for now, no promises. No, no promises. For now, um, we'll just say that it ends on a cliffhanger, and then it starts back up again, right where the cliffhanger <laughs> left off. And so, right where it left off. Um, so basically, in Shockwave Part Two, Archer and um, Crewman Daniels. They're in they're in like a dystopian future, you know, as if Archer never existed, Starfleet mm-hmm. never existed, because Archer has now traveled time. He's altered the course of history. They allude to the fact that there's no record of the Federation, and Archer goes, "What is this Federation they're talking about?" What's yeah. 
<laughs> you know, and I guess that's kind of fun. And I imagine in the writing room, they're like, we're going to allude to the Federation. It's going to be great. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea because the Federation happens and it wouldn't happen without Archer. Yeah. But when they execute it, you get Archer going... Romulan Star Empire? What is this Federation that? thing that happens? What's the Borg? Borg? <laughs> wolf 359 doesn't sound that scary. <laughs> it's just the wolf. I mean, I've got a dog on the on the ship. <laughs> I let it drink interplanetary water that I haven't tested. <laughs> Fucking... F- call, yeah. call back. <sighs> Anyways, uh, so they, you know, and because... Because the Federation never existed, um, digital books never did either. Naturally. They, they end up Shut out the Kindle. <laughs> and uh, so Daniels manages to find a way to uh, get Archer to communicate back to the Enterprise. The Enterprise at this point has been captured by the Sulaban, and the entire crew is being held in their quarters um, mm-hmm. um, while they attempt to find Archer. And so Archer sends back a message to Paul. It gives her like a little bit of a plan, and so they kind of they hatch a uh, daring. What would you call it? Escape, getaway, whatever. Sure, a daring time travel rescue. A machination of some sort. Sure, machination. I'm yeah. into that. I'm into that. And uh, they send Hoshi to go through the ducks and um, and. And get to uh, Crewman Daniels. If I may, to your point about how this whole thing is rushed. Yeah. We don't get any elucidation of what Archer told nope. the crew. Nope. And so then the so you know that Archer contacted to Paul. You know they're in contact with each other, the crew. Yeah. And then they just execute the plan mm-hmm. so there's no need for storytelling and I think it's right. a very cheap storytelling move I on, think you're right on the on the part of the writers I think you're right because it, it's like oh well we don't need to waste that time mm-hmm. in honestly probably graphics money yeah and we're just gonna do this we're just gonna make it happen yeah and they make it fucking happen they do and uh, they make something Unbelievable happened. I was so happy when this happened. When Hoshi fell out from the ducks and had her little scene. I was waiting for this moment oh, in the man. episode. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, to get get a little inappropriate here, but um, she's my space, my space love, space crush, space crush, yeah, space love, sure. Both, so, you know, sometimes a crush can turn into a love. Yeah, and she's a bit naughty, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong. with it. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> they managed to they managed to get into Daniel's quarters, um, which has been locked thus far since he died. If you remember back, like in season one, probably about midway through, Daniel's died, and they put a lock, like a mag lock, on his room. Um, it was a mag lock. Yeah, they probably got that at REI too. <laughs> yeah, but they managed to read it. Manages to get <laughs> they managed to get that at REI. They uh, they managed to get this like tablet looking thing and the Sulaban catch them and Silic steals it and um, you know while Silic is all obsessed with this thing Enterprise manages to break away from the Sulaban and start running away and then Archer jumps out of a portal created by this iPad from Unknown the future device yeah this like Casio taken from taken from Kermit Daniels is. 
fucking locker that goes into God knows where. Yeah, his his Narnia uh, wardrobe. It's a portal. Yeah, and um, you know because Silic is all obsessed with this portal, or he's you know he's he's trying to get in contact with the with the guy from the future who's directing him, and mm-hmm. uh, Archer actually springs out and kicks him in the face and punches he him. He called him an ugly bastard. That's right. Ah, dad's here. You You're ugly, ugly bastard. You dirty fucking towel. <laughs> and so, you know, just, it just so happens that Enterprise is being pursued at this point. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, that space battle is actually really cool. Between Yeah, dude, they were firing like mad. Yeah. that's the. Be- I think that's one of the saving graces of Star Trek Enterprise is the mm-hmm. graphics budget. Or graphics ability, rather. And you can yeah. just have all those fucking lasers going out. Because there's like three fucking... Sulabon cells or yeah. balls outside. And um, Archer convinces Silic to call him off, and then Archer steals one of those little pods and brings Silic with him. Mm-hmm. They get back on Enterprise. He took a hostage. He took a hostage, but he gave Silic away. <sighs> he, like, he took Silic hostage. He's a war criminal. He's a war criminal. He's killed people. He's wanted by Starfleet. He's wanted by the Vulcans. I have a question for you. Yeah. So if you think that... So if you have someone like Silic, mm-hmm. someone who is a war criminal, a mastermind of terrorist activities, mm-hmm. don't you think you'd have taken him and maybe brought him to, you know, Fed Tonimo Bay? <laughs> Fleet Tonimo? Yeah. Yeah, or throw them on that prison. If pl- we're doing a Taliban allegory, maybe they should have waterboarded that asshole. They should have throw them on that prison planet from uh, uh, from that that one Star Trek movie where Kirk goes to the prison. Oh yeah, kicks that guy in the knees where That's his balls right. are. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and doesn't it turn out to be a woman? Yeah, a shape shifting woman. Yeah, it does. Yeah, bad movie, horrible I- movie. <sighs> I gotta tell you, man. Can't wait to get there. <laughs> you know, a I can't wait to get there, and b I I loved all the movies. I did too. Even Star Trek Four. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, you just gotta save a whale, dude. You just gotta save a whale. You know, just beam that motherfucking whale into the cargo bay. Yeah. And it will speak to the aliens. And 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 you know, if you think you're getting outsmarted by the Borg. Just whip around the local star and go back in time, right? It that was a, that was a problem with that movie. Is like, okay, if you can do that to save the whales, why can't you do that to save all your problems? Well, and why didn't Spock go? Time travel isn't real, according to the Vulcan <laughs> Science yeah. Directorate. <laughs> Ooh, makes you think. That's a line. And so, you know, um, he Archer boards the ship. I guess leaves Selick out in his little pebble to float off in space and maybe never be heard from again. I don't know. And uh, they make it back, and um, Archer gives his little spiel to Starfleet and to the Vulcans and says, "You know, Starfleet's like a it's like a baby gazelle. You know, it's, it <laughs> gives his famous awful speech there at the end, and um, uh, Paul sticks up to the Vulcans and." Uh, they're back on their merry way. That's about it. That's yeah. They're back on their merry way, and that's that's the beginning of another beautiful season of Enterprise. And I can't wait to power through those as well. Mm-hmm. I will say, 
the implications of this episode are in fact grand. Okay. If you consider what happens at the end of this. Okay. Remember this, listeners, for those of you that have never watched Enterprise, although I have a feeling <laughs> everyone has in fact seen it. And Except me. <laughs> we're going to pretend that the final episode of season four didn't happen and that the show ends on the second to last episode. <laughs> and if you know that, then you know the serious implications of this episode. Mm. It's going to get fun from here on out. I Strong. assure you, Shran, 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 the Shran, man. Combs, Shran. Shran's the man. Shran is the man. Okay, and that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah. I'm Zach. I'm David. And uh, we're the Star Companion. When we come together, we form the Star. We form a beautiful starship that travels through uh, time, you know? Yeah. Space. We just, again, trekking through Trek, one one started at a time, one episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank everyone. Fuck yeah. Thank everyone. <laughs> I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Yeah. And we're back, as I told you last episode. We're back, baby. As I told you last episode, I've been moving. I'm sorry. He's settled, though. I'm a busy boy. I'm settled now. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be back regularly. Thanks for putting up with it. I hope you enjoy the face-to-face banter we got because I'm here. I'm next to him. It's good stuff. You can catch us on YouTube, all major podcasting platforms. You can email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Please do. We're also at Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com, the Star Companion. Take care of yourself. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.